This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equitymates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own now time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we attempt to answer the most common money and investing questions from the community. If you are joining us for the very first time, a massive welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. But with that said, my name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for this series. Uh, we love ETFs here at Equity Mates and on the Get Started Investing podcast. And these days, there are so many to choose from. The big question is, how do we analyze them? And in this series, we're going under the hood of some of Australia's favorite ETFs to build the skills of analyzing ETFs yeah. so we can do it ourselves. That's it. Our recent community survey suggest- said that 93% of our audience buy ETFs. What do the other 7% see. do? Uh, they punt. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But yes, we're continuing. We had great feedback from our last Under the Hood series and we continue... Uh, the series. This time it's supported by BetaShares and we uh, have an expert joining us for the next four episodes. We're going to welcome to the studio Tom Wickenden, an investment strategist. Tom, welcome. Thanks, Bryce. Good to be here, Alec and, and Bryce, my two new equity buddies. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> got, the, got the intro down, Pat. Nice. <laughs> now, uh, before we get going, a reminder that we are licensed, but we're not aware of your personal circumstances. So all information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice. Now, BetaShares are a leading Australian ETF manager with more than $27 billion under management and the broadest range of ETFs on the market. They've been helping Australians build their wealth for over a decade. Now, over the next four episodes, we're going to be looking at four ETFs that make up the BetaShares core funds range. And as we've spoken about on the podcast before, having a strong core portfolio is so important. Uh, It gives you cost-effective exposure to the broad market, not just Australia, but globally, but it also helps you weather market uncertainty and is key to building long-term wealth. So we're really excited to unpack uh, four ETFs that make up the core funds range. Uh, In this episode, we're talking about the A200 ETF. Uh, Then uh, the next one, we'll be talking about global shares. Uh, Third episode, NASDAQ 100. And then finally, closing it out with the diversified all-growth ETF. The big hitters, the big hitters in the core portfolio range, and it starts with the corest of core, the uh, BetaShares Australia 200 ETF. The ticker is ASX A200, and uh, we're going to be unpacking that today. Fun fact, it is the world's lowest cost Australian shares ETF with diversified exposure to the top 200 companies by market cap 
listed on the ASX. The management fee is just 0.04%, Tom. Pretty cheap. It's it's ultra low, ultra low. <laughs> it, was, it was up at 0.07, which is <laughs> already not too bad. <laughs> but if you look at percentage terms, it's almost 100% more, right? So we've, we've pretty much halved that earlier on this year and so it remains the, the lowest cost. And I guess another fun fact to kick off, it was the first or the quickest Australian ETF to reach $1 billion in funds under management in just over two years. Wow. We talk about having a low cost uh, exposure in your portfolio. It literally can't get lower than this for Australian shares. To put that in perspective, 0.04%, in other words, is $4 for every 10,000 that you invest. We hate fees here and <laughs> that's extremely low. Now, Tom, when we uh, look at an ETF and we go under the hood, uh, where we always like to start is the name of the ETF. Mm-hmm. What can we learn from it? And then from there, we sort of go deeper. So let's start with the name, BetaShares Australia 200 ETF. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there wasn't much scope to get too interesting with this one. <laughs> um, we couldn't, you know, you've got your green metal ETFs and your decarbonisation ETFs out there, even things like strategies with call options and, and future. With this, just like the core of your portfolio, you want to keep it simple, right? So in the name, just say exactly what it is. Australia 200, largest 200 companies listed on the ASX. Now we know it, the name is a good sort of descriptor. So we know BetaShares is the product issuer here. Um, Australia, obviously Australian companies. And then 200, the 200 largest. So the best resources that we've spoken about time and time again is the information on BetaShares website for this. But let's just go through it in a bit of detail. We're looking for what the purpose of it is, what index it tracks. We'll talk about fees, performance and top holdings. Let's start with purpose. A200. What is the purpose of, of this ETF? Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at any Australian investor's portfolio, typically, you know, it's predominantly made up of Australian equities or Australian ETFs. We've actually got the largest home country bias in the world as Australian investors. What that means is our equity market only makes up about 2% of global equity markets. But in our portfolios, we typically have close to 50% Australian equities in there. Um, by comparison, someone like the US has you know, 57% of the equity market in terms of their market cap weighting, and their investors hold about 57% in US equities. So when we think about Australians and how they construct their portfolios, it is predominantly around the companies we know and that we love, and that's what this ETF gives you exposure to. And uh, one important thing to note about this ETF, uh, when we look at the index, we see it's not actually the ASX 200, mm-hmm. which uh, it, people may have heard of, or you know, if they're tracking overall market movements, that might be the index they look at. Yeah. It's not the ASX 200, but it does track the 200 biggest Australian stocks. Not the S&P ASX, it's a selective Australia 200 ETF. So I guess the question is, how, how are they different? Are they different? Yeah, so great question. They, in terms of their, <laughs> In terms of the end outcome, they really aren't that different at all. The reason we've gone with Selective, it's, it's not the brand name uh, index, but you don't really need to look to the brand name indice providers anymore. You know, Selective, they've been around quite a while and actually you might be familiar with them. I've heard them mention the show a couple of times now. So they're becoming quite well known already. By partnering with someone like Selective, we can construct a top 200 Australia index, which isn't that hard to do in terms of the actual IP. I mean, we could 
whip out a spreadsheet now and give it a go ourselves. Don't know how well we do, but um, <laughs> uh, in terms of the actual construction of the index, it's not that complicated. So by partnering with Sonic Selective, we can provide the same outcomes without paying that brand brand name fee that you might get from S&P. Yeah, so I think the important thing to note here is that the rules that make up the index are the same. Very much so. 200 some, companies, yeah. market cap weight, or broadly the same. There are some very slight differences like the, the buffering rules, stuff by five, but we, I don't think we need to get into the the nitty-gritty, the main thing to understand is that if you look at both indices side by side, they've got a correlation of one to each other, so they move in the same direction at the same time, and a beta of one to each other, so they move at the same magnitude as well. So they're essentially doing the, the exact same thing. Nice. So we've spoken about the purpose to track the performance of the 200 largest companies by market cap. We've spoken about the index, the Selective Australia 200 index. We have mentioned that it is super low cost, the lowest cost ETF for access to Australian shares at 0.04%. But help us understand why this is important when thinking about core core portfolio. Yeah, I think, and it's something a lot of investors understand is that returns compound over time. It's probably something you guys have talked about on episodes in the past. I think it's also important for investors to think about the same logic towards fees. So fees also compound over time and eat away at your investment returns. I, I, I can't put it as elo- eloquently as John Bogle did, but he said, the tyranny of compounding costs can devastate the miracle of compounding returns. The nice. father of indexing, yeah. So it's really important, particularly in that core part of your portfolio, you know, where if you look at different Australia 200 ETFs that track different indices, they both do the same thing. You really want to focus on lowering the cost there to have better performance in the long run. The alternative is you can look to active managers for the core part of your portfolio. So their fees can be up up towards 1% or higher, which is a huge difference. We're talking about four basis points, right? Or 0.04%. So we're using an easy worked example. If you have $10,000 invested over a 30 year time horizon, let's say you invest that in a low cost ETF at four basis points or 0.04%, you'd end up with around $100,000 at the end of it. If you invested in an active fund with 1.2% fees, you'd be left with $70,000. So it's a huge difference over the long run. Yeah. And I, uh, I didn't realize you'd brought a worked example. So I actually just jumped on the Money Smart website. They have a managed funds fee calculator. And so if you want to do the worked examples yourself, uh, we'll, we'll include this link in the show notes. Uh, and you really do start to see, you know, even I was just doing the difference between 0.04 and 0.4. Um, looking at you know 100 bucks invested mm-hmm. a month over 30 years and sort of like 10 grand difference yeah oh, and, it's a huge know, it's, impact over the long run yeah and particularly you know there are parts of your portfolio where you might have higher fees your thematic funds have higher fees and there's nothing wrong with looking at active management parts but just that core part of the portfolio you really want to keep it low cost yeah it's particularly the emphasis on the core like it's the part of your portfolio that a lot of your money is going to be sitting in it's also a part of the portfolio where you if you're just getting the market return there's no real need to be paying for unnecessary active management i think that's the thing it's like if you can get the same thing for less cost why would you pay more to to your point you know some of the thematic etfs that um we see in the market like you can't get it for 0.04 percent part of that is because there's costs in running that stuff Mm -hmm. but for something like this where you can get the product at this cost why pay more yes yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so we've spoken about fees now We were doing some research for another piece of content recently and the ASX is the best performing stock market 
in history. Is that right? Yeah, Since but, like 1900? Between, between 1900 and 2000 or even beyond 2000, uh, the ASX is number one. Yeah. Uh, there's Thanks to book, dividends. Yeah, well, thanks to mining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's this book, Triumph of the Optimist, that has looked at global stock market returns for over 100 years. Yeah. 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 We... Beat, we just beat America. Yeah, really well, actually, yeah. America was third. One of the Nordic countries was second. Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. yeah. So that was up till two thousand. You mentioned, or was it? Yeah. Let me double. I wonder check if the that. past ten or so years of yeah, of tech nah, we, dominance we, might. Yeah, we don't nah. need that. Nah. We'll cut it at two thousand. So wait like, for another hundred so years. <laughs> but that brings us to chatting about the performance. Uh, I'll just answer that question. Triumph of the Optimist was a hundred and one years of stock market returns. So I guess nineteen hundred to two thousand and one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good enough. Nothing's happened since two thousand one in America. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the performance of A two hundred. If you can, if talk talk us through Tom the, I guess the last year, and then yeah, take us through how it's performed since inception. Yeah. See, so as you'd imagine, it's just performed in line with with the ASX two hundred, right? The the index we just quoted. The past year, you know, we've seen fairly flat performance. Um, I guess we've got some fears around a recession hasn't been as conducive to our stock market. You know, you look uh, on if you look, for instance, at the U.S. market, you've seen a lot of growth coming out of there from from their big companies. But what's great, and what I think why I think a lot of Australian investors, you know, have such a heavy weight in their portfolios towards Australian stocks is has the highest dividend yield out of any index in the world, and obviously a lot of franking credits coming out of there as well. Um, so we're still seeing the great benefits out of those, both in the market and, of course, the the ETF that tracks those companies. Yeah. So let's get to top holdings. There's not going to be a lot of surprises here. If Before we talk about the top 10, if we just talk about the sectors, no surprises that the two biggest sectors, financials yep. and materials. Yeah, exactly. Australia is a land of bank and mi- banks and miners. Yeah, have, have dominated our markets for, for quite a while, yeah. To, between them, they make up more than 50%. So mm-hmm. financials, uh, 28%, materials, 24%. Mm-hmm. This one... Didn't surprise me. There are some big companies, but third at eleven percent of um, the A two hundred ETF, healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mostly going to be CSL. To be fair, because that's be the third largest holding at the yeah. moment, and they few, must be a few other ones. ResMed, yeah. Cochlear, yeah. but yeah, CSL obviously. CSL's the bulk. Yeah, but that's yeah, my yeah. good names in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, are they still listed, or did they get taken over? I think they're still. They still have their own healthcare. Ramsey healthcare. Yeah, did they get yeah. taken out by there private was, equity? There was no. It looks like they're still listed. It's interesting. We actually often get asked, um, you know, if we would ever put out just a purely top two ISX healthcare ETF. Um, oh yeah, because you you have a global healthcare ETF. We have got global healthcare. Yeah. Some ask for, but there's just not the as large of an investable universe here. Yeah, just yet. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's good you're getting a, a nice chunk just by buying your A200 though and your, your broad market. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Not to divert away from the core, but another one that I actually own and like of you guys is A Tech, mm-hmm. which is the Aussie tech companies. Yeah. Because you, you know, I think there's Bryce, only- if we're just going to talk about other ETFs we <laughs> like, you know, like. <laughs> well, I think because A Tech, um, I also full disclosure own a bit of A200, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm in this. But uh, well, isn't there only like one Australian tech company in the top? 20 or something like no, that? No, so there's Wise Tech and, oh, uh, yeah. If Do you count Aristocrat as tech? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then just one, just Wise Tech. Nice. Do you count Telstra? No. <laughs> they would like to count themselves as a tech company. Yeah. But I think it's not, it's not a bad point to bring up, though, because you know, since the Aussie market is fairly concentrated in those resource 
and those um, so financials. In those resource and financial names. I guess you have to understand if that is make up your core of portfolio, which is a great it's great to have that broad market cap exposure, very low costs. But you have to be cognizant then when you're building, you know, a more you know, your, your entire portfolio that there are those large weightings in A200 and you can look to things like A-Tech to upweight your technology holdings. Or if you look internationally, make sure you're not going and buying a US financials ETF, for instance, and just getting country diversification, but not really getting any diversification at a sector level. Yeah, or if you bought an Australian ETF and a Canadian ETF, I don't actually think there's a Canadian ETF in the market, but they're also a market that's very resource and financials yeah, heavy. very similar. And so then you th- might think you're geographically diversified. Mm-hmm but you've just got a lot of banks and miners. Yeah, exactly, right. Yeah. And it's like it's a it's a broader conversation to have around A200 and core, but um, it's making sure you, you match up those different core exposures with, with one another. Yeah. yeah. Well, we will get to that in future episodes because I think that's the beauty of this core range. But let's stick to Australia. Let's not let Bryce divert us and talk Sorry. about other ETFs. <laughs> uh, top holdings. Um, do you want to talk us through them? Uh, any surprises in the top 10? Anything we wouldn't expect? Nothing. I don't think anything that would surprise you. It's been the same for quite a while. We've got very large, well-developed, um, mature stage companies in there. So your, your big four banks, um, as we mentioned, healthcare with CSLs up there uh, alongside your, your big resource companies and, and Telstra uh, really really rounds it out. So no no real surprises, I wouldn't think. Yeah, here's something that's interesting. BHP has been our biggest listed company since at least 1948. Yeah, wow. So it's held the top spot there, which yeah. it, which is crazy. If you looked at other markets, it would not be even there would not be a top spot held yeah. by. Yeah, we just wrote a whole book about uh, the importance of like core index investing. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't stress, just invest. Available for pre-sale now. <laughs> um, Very and, good. Uh, you know, we, we wrote about how in all these markets, um, the index composition changes over time. And, you know, you look at the US and, you know, in the 80s, it was like IBM. And then in 2000, it was GE. And then in 2020, it's Apple. Mm-hmm. But the index just keeps powering on as these new companies come to market. Yeah. Then you look at Australia and it's like <laughs> every decade, BHP, BHP, yeah, BHP. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, BHP, top of the index. No uh, surprises. Not surprising. So I guess as we close out this episode, the final question that we're going to ask in all of these um, under the hood episodes is how does this ETF fit into a portfolio? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this could really act just as your core Australian equities exposure. If you you know historically had picked a few large cap stocks, like a few big banks, a few big resources, um, or if you were just building a portfolio out of ETFs, this would be that first main building block for the Australia part of your portfolio. And as we mentioned, as we'll, as we'll get into it in later episodes, you can you know do, do some fun stuff around the side, but this is really that set and forget core, core allocation. Awesome. Well, the good news is if you're listening and you're interested in A200 and how it can fit into your portfolio, firstly, head to the BetaShares website, betashares.com.au slash equitymates. There's plenty of information on the landing page all about the core funds range. Plus, BetaShares is giving away merch packs full of core essentials like umbrellas, gym towels, and water bottles. Tom, you didn't bring any in for us. I know. I was, I was thinking that. I was thinking that. The umbrellas are, the umbrellas are seriously good. Oh, yeah, mate. Good. Come on. <laughs> anyway, next time. Next we'll time have, I'll bring them in. We'll have to sign up. So, uh, they're giving away uh, these core essential merch packs for the first 20 listeners to sign up. So, these will go in an instant. Head to betashares.com.au slash equitymates. It is 20 per episode. So, 
So make sure you're tuning in over the next three if you miss out on the first. And also keep an eye on our socials as we'll get the link up there. But Tom, it's been an absolute pleasure. Just to recap, it was the A200. Incredibly low cost, diversified exposure to the top 200 companies in one single trade listed on the ASX. The ticker is A200. Exactly right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer of BetaShares ETFs. Read the PDS and target market determination at www.betashares.com.au and consider if the fund is right for you. Investing involves risk. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.